Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the show. On this episode of the podcast, we will be discussing everything Russell's Reserve. We'll go through the history of the distillery, kind of. We've already uh, talked about this one a little bit. Of course, we'll cover yeah. current news and, obviously, our personal favorite aspect of the show, the tastings. With me, as always, is my intrepid and brilliant co-host, Andy Kleshik. Andy, how you doing on this fine Saturday afternoon? I can't complain right now. Um, been enjoying the weather all day today so far here in Cincinnati. Yeah. Kind of had a lucky streak outside of a couple of days of rain with some warm, sunny weather. Um, Going to go through all the fun shenanigans of house searching. So, you know, stuff. doing some visits tomorrow on that. Definitely. Prime time uh, day to do it. Yeah. All right. Uh, I don't want to waste anyone's time. I don't have much to say other than uh, I'm excited about some of the bourbons we've uh, been collecting that we're going to be covering over the next few weeks, especially... Uh, today's episode. So why don't we just jump right on in. Andy, tell the folks everything they need to know about Russell's Reserve. Yeah, uh, of course. I'd love to do this one. This um, this is one that we've kind of already discussed a bit in depth previously because uh, Russell's Reserve is part of Wild Turkey's portfolio of products. Um, it was founded around the turn of the century in 2000 by, well, then and now still current co-master distillers uh jimmy and eddie russell um kind of distinct family name there decided to put it um on their bourbon and it was something it was a line basically dedicated to their at least when they introduced it uh dedicated to their heritage as master distillers at wild turkey cheers sir cheers yeah before we go any further absolutely um it was something that they jimmy at least who's the elder of the two um, and it's been with the brand since I want to say the fifties or sixties, um, in some capacity, it's something that he really likes to drink. Uh, it was something they started out, uh, only doing a 10 year old bourbon, um, which is one of the two we'll be drinking today. Not the exact one that they had starting out, but the 10 year old bourbon. And it was originally stated at their, uh, 101 proof. Which is, you know, as you, as many of our listeners, I'm sure, know, with Wild Turkey, that's a very, very famous um, famous proof for them. Not only because it's 50.5% alcohol by volume, but that shares um, a resemblance to their Jimmy and Eddie's combined expertise and master distilling for Wild Turkey. Um, I think as of 2018 or 2019, they had like 101 years combined um as master distillers for the brand hmm. um, <clears throat> of course though as i mentioned it's something that they've since moved on a bit from just a 10 year old bourbon uh they've dropped that proof down on it to 90 proof and they've expanded the russell's reserve lineup to more than just a 10 year old uh it still uses their uh traditional mash bill which is 75 percent corn 13 rye and 12 percent bar malted barley um which is in all their products i actually really like um and the standard product is the 10 year old bourbon uh, they really like to emphasize the uh for some of their whiskeys at least the non-chilled filtered aspect of it yeah oh yeah they definitely for some of them they like to do that uh for sure as you say john um you know all their products 
at the price point, I think they're all serious hitters in the price point. I mean, they're all about yeah. 35 to $45 price range, I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, I know I got the 10-year-old for like after tax, like 37 bucks. Yeah, that's a, and the 10-year-old is essentially their kind of standard uh, bourbon. And for being kind of their you know main you know flagship bourbon, 10 years uh, aged is pretty significant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very significant. I think, I mean, most other brands actually don't have any, um, at least bourbons in the double digit age category in terms of years. I mean, I think it's, to my knowledge and recollection, I think really only Eagle Rare is maybe the only other one that's, for the most part at least, a readily available like standard product in a lineup. Right. That's a 10-year-old. I'll see Calumet Farms 10-year every once in a while. Like It's not too hard to find. Like I can get it at like my local liquor store on a pretty regular basis. Okay. Um, even the 12-year every once in a while. But yeah, you don't see a, a double-digit age bourbon that's, like you said, readily available that often. Ex- exactly. So uh, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, it's impressive that they have that commitment to aging it that long. When the standard... standard uh, Wild turkeys are about six to eight years on average. Right. Um, Non-age statemented, but usually aged that much. And how, blend, do you, blended. How, how do you f- feel about it f- compared to wild turkey versus wild turkey? Do you f- see a lot of similarities? Of course, it's the same master distiller. What are your thoughts along that line with this one? Uh, personally, I think Russell... I haven't had too many of the Russell's Reserve lineup, but actually... I like Russell standard. I like Russell's reserve better over wild Turkey. Um, personally. Now I think the other, only other one in the wild Turkey lineup long Branch that I like and is readily available. Long branch hmm. gives the Russell's reserve some competition for me in terms of taste, but overall at the price point, I like it better. Gotcha. Uh, of course it's a little bit more expensive. It's like, about double the price of the standard wild turkey products, but it's I, I think it's worth that about double the price. Gotcha. Um, the, of course, most of their other ones I have not had a chance to try. They have a six-year rye, a, a single-barrel bourbon, and then a single-barrel rye, as well as, I don't know if this is still in continuation that they did, but a Russell's Reserve 2002. Mm-hmm. They also have the, what I have here, it's the private barrel selection single barrel. Yeah, uh, Which that is actually separate from the regular single barrel, which I also saw at the store when I was there today, actually. Uh, and yeah, then the 10-year-old and the six-year rye were the ones that they had like readily available. The single yeah. barrel, actually, you can find it relatively easily. Um, this private barrel selection, I had to you know call it a favor and really yeah. I'd hunt for it to really get my hands on it. So I'll be curious to see what your thoughts are on it yeah. uh, here. Uh, it'll be the second one that we're tasting. Of course, Wild Turkey, just a quick recap. Wild Turkey's there right outside Lawrenceburg, Kentucky, half an hour from, you know, right there on the, the Bourbon Trail, half an hour from Frankfurt and Buffalo Trace and a number of the other. Um, right you know, next door to the University of Kentucky. Right, right there, not just down the, you know, throw a stone's throw from uh, Lexington. Uh, absolutely right there. It's, you know, right there in the heart of all these kind of, the, you know, 15 mile or 15 minutes from Four Roses. It's kind of right there. You can yeah. go definitely a wild turkey is always a must. But when you think I, about the fact that you've, they've got products like Russell's Reserve as well, that just makes incentivizes you even more to go yeah. check it out. It, it, and I've been there. To, I think, as I mentioned in our wild turkey episode, whatever episode number that was. Yeah, make sure you guys um, go back and check that one out. I, I, I mean, I think I think it, it was a, that was our Thanksgiving a week episode that might have been it yeah um that was one i think that it's a distillery that i think is a must visit 
and I loved going in and touring it and seeing it all. Absolutely. I love the just that jet black uh, barn that they've got there. A very modern yet classical look. Yeah. For their big uh, distilling, uh, you know, their visitor center and everything there. Yeah. Good stuff. All right, Andy, are we about to jump into our tastings? I think it's that time, yeah. Woo, let's do it, folks. I'm really excited. So we're going to start off here with the Russell's Reserve Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, uh, aged 10 years. Of course, it's clocking in at 90 proof. I think Andy uh, said it's in that 35 to 40 range. Like 37 after yeah, tax maybe 37. here in Cincinnati, yeah. at least. Um, so that's the one we're going to start off with. So go ahead and pour yourself a glass of the Russell's Reserve 10-year. Uh, if you don't have the 10-year, maybe grab the 6-year rye or the... You know, if you're lucky enough to any have the private wild barrel, turkey yeah, any other, grab a glass of wild turkey. You should at least be able to get your hands on, yeah. on one of those. Uh, pour yourself a glass of that. Join us, and we'll go ahead and jump into the tasting here in a minute. All right, folks. So now that we have poured ourselves a glass of the Russell's Reserve Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, aged 10 years, we're going to go ahead and do the tastings. Let's, of course, start off with the nose. What are you getting, Andy? I know um, what I'm getting. I, I know. I get a little bit of like that orange citrus. I get a lot of like what I get kind of a little bit of wild turkey, like a lot of the standard wild turkey notes just dialed up a little bit more in this. Yeah. Like dialed, like dialed up more noticeable, but also kind of because of the 10 years, you know, at least two to four years more than it's normally aged in a wild turkey. I get it. It, it, it smells just a little bit smoother though gotcha yeah i'm getting a lot of the uh i'm getting a lot of vanilla in, in yeah. the sweetness and then the, Get in, that too. In the note I, I am noticing a little bit of that orange that you mentioned some like this or the citrusiness and uh, i'm getting a lot of oak yeah yeah kind of a little bit more but not like a dense dense oak note to it it's like a it's like kind of like a very subdued note oak it's not I'm trying to remember which one we were doing um it might have been Elijah Craig, I don't remember, or another Heaven Hill product that just was like heavy hitting on the nose of oak for me. Gotcha. So it's not as, like it's there, but it's not as heavy. Right. All right, folks, let's go ahead and jump on into the palate. Give it a, give it a taste. Mm, Andy, what are some of the flavors you're getting? I get a lot of that oak. Um, a little bit of the spices that I get from um, wild turkey normally. Kind of get a bit of like a bready note almost in there. Like a malty bready note, something like that. Um, trying to think what else. Uh, the citrus note is not as noticeable there for me on the palate as it is on the nose. It's more of those oaky and malty and bready notes for me. I'm getting a lot of the oak as well. Uh, like I got, I'm getting a lot more of it in the the palate than I got in the uh, the, the the nose. Um, a little bit of caramel, and, and I think that the yeah. sweetness that comes with it is less vanilla in the taste and a little more caramely. Yeah. Um, but I feel like that a lot of times when you get that like oaky, leathery kind of taste, you can get car- hints of caramel with that a lot. Of times. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of traditionally. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think it's old. I think it's deeper. I think it's thicker. And I think it's just got it's more yeah. it has more character than the yeah. wild turkey gives you a but little bit. That's something. what you can expect with that yeah. that older aging process. I gives think. you a little bit more to chew on there in the palate. Oh yeah, absolutely. So I it, it's good. I spicy uh, a little bit spicy on the on the finish. Even you know I think the aftertaste yeah. is a little spicy, which I always like a little spice in my aftertaste. Like some of those baking spice spicy though. Exactly. 
Yeah, so I think it's really good. Uh, you know, I think it's especially you know for the, pr- the price range, the age point. I think it's it's worth picking up. Yeah, it's definitely if you see a bottle of it, you definitely grab it, especially if you're hoping one day to get one of the uh, the other ones. I will, I will say I can see a pretty. I think it's semi noticeable. Well, it's somewhat noticeable. Do you notice a little bit of difference in the color here? What uh-huh. what can you spot in that? Do you see it any difference? I notice a from where I'm looking a little bit. In the single barrel reserve or whatever that you have, there's a little bit more darker brown color or like a darker caramel color to it. Yeah, I'm getting that too. It's As almost opposed like a, to the ten, it's almost like slightly more, like almost a more like a reddish hue. Yeah, it, it's like it's a darker almost, red. It's almost like it's if I had to describe it, it's kind of like a like the one that you got. That single barrel is a little bit more like a darker brown leather, and the regular Russell's Reserve is more like a like a br- standard brown leather or lighter tannish brown leather. Right, definitely. Color. All right, folks, we're going to finish up our glasses here of the Russell's Reserve Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, aged 10 years, and then jump right in to the private barrel selection. All right, folks, now on to the second tasting of the podcast. We're going to do Russell's Reserve's Private Barrel Selection Single Barrel uh, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. This specific uh, ba- uh, bottle that I got here was actually selected by the state of Ohio. It's their Eddie's 2020 Reserve. Uh, it was, of course, checked by Eddie himself, approved by Jimmy Russell, uh, distilled November 24th, 2009. It was dumped in October 10th, 2019. It was, of course, bottled in November on November 4th, 2019 barrel number 1479 warehouse F floor six. So we're very excited very to check this one out. Oh God, I gotta be detail oriented yeah. Andy to, to let people know what we're, what we're tasting here so they can kind of compare it to, to theirs. So why don't we go ahead and dive on right in, start with the nose. Oh, immediately I get a more leathery note oakier note than a regular Russell's reserve to me. Yeah. Like this is this is a far bolder bourbon to me. I oh, always absolutely. get like like a light, like smoky, but not not like a it's like a campfire smoke almost to me. Not like an Isla not like something that you'll see in like an Isla Scotch smoky. It's almost like campfire smoke to me. Yeah, I get that. I'm getting the smokiness and the and the oak. I, I I really can't. You know, I don't have anything. To, I don't have much to add. I pretty much agree with everything you just said yeah. there. Um, kind of, yeah, definitely a bolder yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, bourbon for sure. Yeah, it's something like, like I could imagine just based off the smell. At least could imagine like being, you know, having like a campfire or a bonfire in like a field with a bunch of friends. Like that's kind of what this smell reminds me of, personally. Gotcha. Absolutely. All right, folks, let's go ahead and dive right on in. Let's give it a taste. Speaking of which, actually, well, before I taste, um, what was the proof on this one? Was it higher than their normal? Yeah, absolutely. So the proof was I don't know if you said that. 55%, 110 proof. Oh, okay. So it's slightly higher than their... It's, yeah, but not... Like 20 proof higher. Yeah, not... Uh, what was the... The regular is 90 proof. Gotcha. But their regular wild turkey is 101. I thought it was... Um, I thought we said it was. I thought we said it was fifty three percent. Was I? Uh, originally, it was at one hundred and one. Originally, they started out at one hundred and one proof, but then after a while, they dropped it down to ninety proof. Gotcha. Okay, let's uh, go ahead and give it a taste then. Very interesting. Oh yeah, 
Andy, uh, what, what are you picking up on this one? Very much, again, a lot of the caramel. Pick up a lot of that. Um, for me, though, a lot of it is those leathery, oaky notes that we were saying on the um, on the nose. I mean, it's just that's just such a dominant flavor for me in it. I mean, it's all it's almost kind of a, like a meaty flavor too in there to me, um, like a very well done, like properly prepared steak flavor. Um, which I I don't know if that makes sense, but it tastes good. Maybe it's a whiskey that would go well with steak. Yeah, maybe. Um, I definitely get not just in the nose, but in the taste, <laughs> it definitely is a more rich and bolder and really just more noticeable bourbon to me than yeah. the regular ten year. Yeah, it, it, no, I definitely agree with you there. It uh, it stands out a lot more than the regular Russell's Reserve. It is. Whoever partnered with this, with them from the state of Ohio that picked this one, good job. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, folks, that's it from us this week. Make sure you go over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you subscribe, leave a review, and listen to every single damn episode of Distilled Discussions. Uh, We really appreciate your guys' support. Any feedback you can provide in providing those reviews is going to be really appreciated as well. Have a great week. Make sure you pour yourself another whiskey, or as really as many as you need, within reason. And don't worry, America, we'll Just be here. Be to, responsible. Exactly. Don't worry, America, we'll be here to drink with you next week.